my back has gotten has gotten <laughs> hey listeners welcome to another episode of Tawalets I hope everybody is still being safe and washing their hands and wearing their masks and face shields out the face shield is a little hassle no I mean I get it I get that we need to do it but it's a little hassle like to see stuff or even to read when I'm at the grocery and I'm using the face shield which I have to wear Medyo mas mahirap basahin yung mga, I don't know, ingredients of things that you want to buy. Anywho, we've been getting a lot of new students in Third World Improv recently, which is so great and strange that we're getting more students during the pandemic than face-to-face classes. But it makes a lot of sense because... People from everywhere get to be classmates. It's not, yung parang dati kasi, kung Ortigas ka, Ortigas class ka. QC, QC class, Makati, Makati. Ngayon, everybody can just get together from wherever you are and form a team and do a different form of improv comedy, which is online comedy. Everyone is doing it now, all the schools around the world. And it's great because people get to collaborate with one another, make projects with one another. So I guess... That is a silver lining of this pandemic. Wow, nakahanap pa eh, no? But really, I mean, this could, couldn't have happened if the pandemic didn't happen. The reason I bring up the school is because today's guest is actually a part of Third World Improv as a teacher. And not only is he a part of Third World Improv, he's also a fellow SPIT member. We've performed together since 2006. And he's also a university professor. So it's interesting to see the points of view of someone who is in the academe. And I found the conversations to be really enriching also because the rules of being a professor and being a teacher in improv are very, very different. Not that I wanted to be a professor no. But yeah, it's really interesting to see also the differences in the students of my generation, five million years ago, and the students of this generation. So there's adapting that's happening. People are really changing. Generations are changing. Minds and opinions are changing. And this is a first for me. And I really want to hear, I really enjoyed hearing all the thoughts on this. And yeah, I'm just really excited to introduce to you our next guest, Mr. Professor Ariel Dixon. So hi, Ariel. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on this podcast. Very happy to have you here. Hi, Aaron. Maraming salamat sa pag-invite uh, din sa akin. Finally, natuloy na natin to kasi na-postpone na ng na-postpone. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And the reason I asked you to be here is not only because you work with me in Spit and that we've done a lot of comedy together, pero nung nag-uumpisa ka sa Ateneo as a teacher, I was also in college. And kayo ni Missy are the only teachers I know na my fans. I know you're going to disagree, pero meron eh. Uh, you and Missy both have fans because students find your classes entertaining, So how are you able to bring your experience as an actor into your teaching to make it entertaining or funny for students? Uh, siguro nung panahon din na yun kasi, Arin, natuwa ako dun sa sinabi mong my fans. When I say natuwa, because it, it's, it's more, of, more of that was so long ago. 
parang when I think of how when you say na meron kaming fans noon, I think that was also a long time ago. The school was smaller than how it is now. Uh, and therefore, it was easier for people to get you for students na I have this teacher, I have this to yung, yung, yung ganong to, to para pag-usap. But also, we were very much present in many school events and in many theater productions during that time. Pero going back to your question about how do we put joy and entertainment in our classes, magiging ano ko, honest and self-centered. Parang ang feeling ko noon, it was a very <laughs> teacher-centered learning. Hindi siya student-centered learning. Ayo, that's how I, when I look back now, I feel because I saw the I saw the classroom as my stage. Oh my God, ang salbahe. <laughs> so it was not really making the students learn. It was not primarily to make the students learn. It was making this the 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 teaching space a space where. I can also showcase who I am. Parang ganun. Pero eventually naman, of course, I admit, I admit, baka dahil eventually nasasabi din naman na we want to make it as entertaining as possible, as joyful as possible uh, for the students' learning. And so, paano yun? I will admit then na personal truth. At dangerous yun. Kasi, di ba, parang if you are <laughs> ngayon, parang data privacy, data privacy. Parang how... What parts of yourself can you share inside the classroom? So, yun. Pero personal truth. Kasi to use, to use our improv background also, Arin. Parang very important. Yun lang naman ang ammunition natin, di ba? Yun ang yun mm-hmm. bala natin, eh, personal truth. Have you learned throughout the years about how much truth you should be able to share with your students and how much you should hold back. So, yung boundaries ba? Because when you were starting, you said that you shared a lot. How were you able to find the balance for that? Because, siguro, ano, it's, eh, initially, instead of just giving and giving every information about yourself wow every it, it was more of a res- it was it was a way of responding to your students when the need arises na they they it not to discount their experiences but to make them feel that that's why you that's why you are able to extend this discussion or deepen this discussion it's because you have experienced or learned the inside personally so hindi without hindi nga minsan nga hindi nga about being funny eh. but i think kung kung magpapaka classical comedy tayo diba ang tragedy kasi sabi ni aristotle ay ano tama ba aristotelian yata ang tragedy ay the downfall of of great men Mm. Or ang, ang tragedy downfall of great men ang comedy the folly of the common person ah. so so kaugnay nun siguro kung, kung katulad nun vulnerability I think when when I am kung naging entertaining man kami at siguro kung nagkaroon kami ng impact sa students it was it was being able to share the the appropriate vulnerabilities namin 
our appropriate woundedness because that's what I used also. I think when students learn na, na, na even their mentors or even teachers who are imparting or facilitating their, their learning are also wounded, then, then they, isa yun sa mga, isa yun sa mga shared experiences. There you go. I think yun eh. So, That's very interesting. Kasi, uh, just to let you know, hindi ko alam kung nakwento ko sa'yo, but the person I interviewed before you, the podcast before this, um, she's 15 years old. She's the daughter of my friend. And uh, we were talking a lot about her generation of, of teenagers. And ang sabi nila is they watch YouTube a lot for content creators who share about themselves because they like authenticity. So yun talaga yung hinahabol nila. They like people who share a lot about themselves because they like it when people are being real, not being characters, uh, sharing a lot about themselves. Would you say that this generation of students are like that compared to when I was in school? And how are the students now different from my batch and older, for example? I think yung nung... Because I've been teaching for more than a decade na, no? I think nung unang decade, iba yung generation. In the sense, iba rin yung your batch, siguro, the general time of your batch. Iba rin yung how you, how you have been informed with regards to how much information can be shared among people or in a, in a setting, no? Nag-shift kasi yun, I think, mm-hmm. through time, eh. Nag-shift yun through time na how much can be shared in a specific space. Before, the cl- I think during your time, during when you were still students, yung it, it was still acceptable that the classroom was a place where it was a safe space even for among classmates and the teacher na talagang it's a safe space without you necessarily having to mindfully create that or construct that with your class, it just happens organically that it is a space where you can discuss, you can you can mix professional uh, information uh, and spicing it up with personal stories, anecdotes, because that's a method also of effective learning because you get to share uh, uh, experiences with a uh, personal experiences felt uh, you you feel na safe to share yon sa loob ng classroom. I think nagshift yon, nagshift yon through time. In fact, bakung kung ibaalala ko. In fact, yung TMI or too much information. In fact, kung 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 nagkaroon tayo ng ganong term TMI at na apply yon sa iba't ibang spaces and interactions. Kaya nagkaroon na, na-inform yung creation of this space now, the classroom, na baka TMI ito. Baka mm. too much information for me ito because I don't want to know these things. Um, conversely, kami uh, mga teachers, as an, or the, the institution itself, the school itself, reminded its teachers na, hey, be careful also of the information you disclose to your students about yourself and the information about the students that can be shared amongst themselves. So, dahil doon, 
I think this this recent generation of students, ganun kami na inform. Meron say na inform when we come into the classroom now, whether on site or online. May ganun ng ganun na yung nabuong social contract na you can only share so Up to much. a certain level. Oo, oh, oh. so nag-shift din yun. Nag-shift din yun through the years. Kung bakit or kung saan magandang pag-aralan yun, what what happened, di ba? I think it's, you know, social media definitely because what can you share publicly is now different. Kasi dati, ano lang eh, ang chat, pag nag-share ka sa class, kung itchichismis ka man, it was merely chismis, di ba? Walang resibo. Mm-mm-mm. Walang resibo eh. Ngayon kasi kapag uh, meron kang shinare something sa estudyante mo, ang resibo, well, pwedeng, kang, pwedeng wala kang resibo, pero kapag shinare yun ang student mo somehow sa social media, resibo yun. Yun yung resibo, oo. Oo. Ayun, baka isa yun. Isa yun sa ano, no, na dahilan. Kaya limitado ngayon yung pwede natin i-share. Interesting. Has it become more or less difficult for you to keep classes entertaining with this new ruling or this new parang system being put in place na you can only uh, share so uh, much? Yes. Pero baka yung entertainment, baka dapat maganda rin isipin what, what, what do we mean by, by entertaining also. Baka, baka napalitan yung entertaining with engaging. True. No, so before, if if I thought that the entertainment from the teacher was what made the students engage in class, I think also being again coming from improv, really authentically listening to them, doing your best to actively listen to them uh, as a teacher. And when I say as a teacher, not as a friend, ha? hindi yung role ng mm-hmm. friend. Uh, in fact, kasama din yun, ano? At pwede mating puntahan oh. yun. Kahit yung, kahit yung role of a friend, nagkaroon pa ng discussion yan sa school, no? na, na the teacher should not cross that boundary of being friends with your students. Parang, it's good that you have your role as a teacher, mentor, that you take care, that you can still take care of their welfare without crossing the role of a friend. So, Going back to the original question, yung engaging, I think kapag naging malinaw na you can engage, you can you are listening to them as a teacher who in our my case dahil young adults na sila, hindi ka nagsuspoon feed ng payo, but just being there to listen because sometimes it's just what they need. Wala ka namang kailangang ibigay na payo. And if and when they do ask for your help and your advice, it's not Kasi ganito ko siya ginagawa sa panahon namin. It's not that, eh. The way even you respond. Right. Hindi, na nga, hindi na nga sharing your vulnerabilities. But but also allowing them to see the options. Ganun na yata yung engaging ngayon. Hindi na entertainment lang. I think that may value doon. Uh, pero nag, na-engage sila because you activate from their context. Ay, wow, yon. You activate wow. from their context. Yon. 
And that's so interesting to me because you are both a university professor and an improv teacher. And with the improv community that we're a part of, whether or not you're a teacher, the friend line gets crossed because it's it's just the atmosphere that we have in the classroom. That talagang you're really sharing everything, including the teacher. You're sharing everything, and that's what creates a safe space for everyone, which is so different. So how are you able to separate those two, considering you do both? Ay, naku, ang ganda ng tanong mo na yan, Arin. Kaya nga rin yata, I, I, again, recently with my classes, at least with the class that I had, no, after, this early this year, before the pandemic came up, ano ko, mas guarded nga ako because because I think my students from the early years of ano nung una bes ako nagturo nung 2017 to 29 to 2018 kasi yun yung before I left for Beijing uh, ay alam niya ng mga students ko that I would usually share uh, sa check-ins no uh, o these ano personal things personal woundedness Uh, and that helped. I think that helped the the class a lot because it was also a different set of students and who mm-hmm. who and who who engaged. Pero ngayon kasi I was being more careful of what I was sharing on in the context also of to give them more time to share about themselves rather than me. But I do not know if that allowed ano ha, if that allowed for a deeper connection. With this class, no, may naiwan kasi ako ng level one class eh, ng ng pandemic, may naiwan ako mm-hmm. yung class ng ng class na nga yung Ortigas. Those. Yes, oh, yung Ortigas. Yes. So hindi na kami nakapagpatuloy as one big class to level two eh, even with uh, online class. So that class, that class, I think yak sinasabi ko talaga ngayon na I think I was more <laughs> careful. With how much I am able to share. Tapos kung ang sinashare ko na lang siguro arin uh, at ito minsan uh, minsan sinasabi ko pinsayro ko bakit it's too much. Sinasabi ko sa this is this is how I learned it in spit and this is how I learned it in Beijing Improv because these games can be played differently in different contexts and I want you to discover kung at yun yung context, I want you to discover what is best for you. So, parang ang feeling ko, hindi ko alam ko ang dating, I played, I played it with too many groups. Hindi ko alam <laughs> <laughs> Of course, wala naman akong ganung tono. Pero minsan, I catch myself shots. Lagi-lagi akong sinasabi, you know, in spit or in Beijing when we played this. Kasi nga, yun, yun yung, yun yung, the professional, the professional and the personal don't pwede maghalo because I have a pref- I have a personal experience with how I do improv and because professionally I am your improv teacher. Ganon, mm. ganon yung ganon yung overlap na lang madalas. Interesting because I do the same thing because I have studied also elsewhere, diba? Mm. I studied in um, the US. So um, when I bring these two together, minsan napapaisip talaga ako, same as you na. Mayabang bato. <laughs> mayabang bato Uh-oh. na. Oh, cause you know when we played it <laughs> yeah. in New York, yeah. may ganon de ba? But having said that, uh, I'd like to talk about the differences between improv in the Philippines with spit and improv elsewhere. You and I both did it in different places. So what yeah. would you say are the main differences that you see from 
the improv that you've done away from the Philippines and here? Sa sa Be- Beijing lang naman kasi yung ano ko doon ano, yung experience ko diyan. Una, different Pero ilang um, years din 'yon. That was a lot, 'di ba? Three different years? years. Three different years, yes. but also three with three different combinations of people because the, mm-hmm. uh, unlike with what we have in spit na nakasanayan nga natin nakalakihan natin because all of us are locals all of us are from Manila diba nakapag you know we we even the shared experiences uh, of the past that we bring to the fore that we also enrich ay ay mala, marami Diba? Because we grew up in the same mm. pop culture, we we are, diba, lahat halos actually tayo ay taga Maynila. Um, so, so the references that we have from the past are the same, diba? And that we enrich also and build on as we grow in our play. Sa Beijing, because it's really composed of expats that come and go in that city, the mix is really different every time I come there. Every time I get to play, ang ang staple na nga really I see Jay Wang. Sinabi ko talaga, oh my god, pwede ba yon? Dapat ba <laughs> Oo naman. No, but because he's a, he, because and that's why he's a good he, he I think because because Jay and I have played uh for so longest amongst those na nakalaro namin. I think that's why our play also is really different and has evolved through the years. Um, at isa yon sa anchors ko every time I go back, you know, that that I know how Jay plays, I know how, I know that he knows how I play. But every every time pupunta ako doon, it's readjusting to it. In fact, even within that year, you will, you will have to build, rebuild the group identity and culture again because, because ano, pag summer minsan umaalis after summer aalis na yung mga tao because their grants their contracts you know are done and they leave and we get we need to recruit new members again for the next two seasons of fall and winter so magre-rebuild ka na naman so that's one major difference that it's the group culture is highly volatile the group culture is always rebuilt uh Sobrang phoenix, ganon. Yung it's So walang stability talaga. Oo. Except for, of course, at ang, ang, ang anchor nun, the people who get to stay. So in our case, you get, you know, you JJ, Nathan. Now, if you remember Nathan hmm. from the improv, who was then an usher nung when we did when we did improv festival there several years Sa ago. Sa Beijing, oo. Oo. Um, he was not even a member then. Uh, but now Nathan has been one of the long-standing members in the past years. So, sila yung ano, sila yung somehow nagpo-provide nung, this is how it was done before. Um, pero they're also, grabe sila mag-adjust because depending at sa tao. Yun. Ang dami ko na naman sinabi, mm-hmm. Ari. <laughs> Hindi, I, I, I totally get it. And sabi mo kasi, uh, what you said, yung depende sa tao, I can totally relate at magtatagalog ako kasi just in case mapakinggan ng mga kaibigan ko sa US. So I was a part of a group called Gem, di ba? And nung umalis ako, kumuha sila ng bagong member. And 
it just took that one member na nag-iba na talaga yung dynamic ng buong grupo. Nag-event sila sa akin na ibang-iba na talaga. Hindi siya, hindi siya warm, hindi siya... Basically, it really wasn't the same as it was before. So, nangyari ba yan sa'yo in Beijing na it it took a few people to kind yung hirap na hirap kayo mag-adjust based on uh, personality Oo or naman. anything like that? Oo naman. Ayoko na nga muna pumunta sa skill level eh. Kasi pakiramdam ko if hmm. iba pang issue yung skill level sa personality. Parang ang feeling ko yung skill level kaya din naman nating hindi rin pala. <laughs> Binawag. <laughs> <laughs> kasi iba yung, baka yung personality of mindfulness, baka yun, baka okay lang naman kasi kung iba-iba kayo ng skill level. Eh. When I say skill level, it's siguro experience. And mm-hmm. dahil din, yung, baka yung personality ay nababago ng experience, years of experience. Parang ang feeling ko, mas, yun talagang mas matagal nang nag improve Mas mindful lang siya na sa sarili niya. Mas, kay, mas self-reflexive siya. Uh, even to the point of overthinking na have I listened enough? Have I, you know, even kapag nagpo-proseso or nagpo-post-mortem ng shows, ang naririnig mo sa mas experienced na, na, na manlalaro ay, ay have I listened enough? yung ganun have I have I given have I given enough gifts have I respect parang ganun have I respected the gifts that you have been given or parang rather than I could have done this more parang even the way it is phrased eh, yung evaluation yung kahit na have I the fact na nag-question ka parang it's still a dialogue eh. so yun yun yung isang ano isa sigurong mahirap kapag iba yung personality at years of experience ng co-player mo. Mm-mm. And and you as an experienced improviser, di ba, lagi nating tinuturo na um, overthinking is bad. Don't overthink. Ganun, ganun. But you mentioned earlier that even the experienced improvisers say, did I listen enough? Did I do this enough? Is that something that you personally also deal with when you're performing with Um, either spit or or new people. Oh, oh, oh and how does it does it help or does it hinder? It it definitely hinders overthinking. Definitely hinders Arin. Sobra. Hindi ka nag-enjoy kapag overthinker ka. Kahit naman anong gawain, di ba? Whether it is make having kilig with a crush, <laughs> di ba? Or whether it is, di ba, enjoying with the family. Di ba, pagka nag- once, once you get in your head and say, oh my God, this will end in a few minutes. Kapag nilag- tinanggal mo na yung sarili mo sa present and nag-overthink ka na ng, ay nako, ng outside of it, maaano eh, babagsak lahat. I remember the best game that I shared with with people are those times when I was not overthinking because I was just with my co-actor and the character of my co-actor. Not thinking what my best, what my next quip will be. Not thinking how I can be funny. Not thinking, oh, am I supposed to sing now? And, kasi yun eh, marami tayong mga musical improv games na ta- kasi I will admit, takot, One, takot, two, man, three, takot, four. Takot, takot ako kasi alam kong hindi ako takot, takot ako na 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 more than pagtatawanan ng dahil mali yung kanta ko 
it's naging because I will be in my head. So the fact na sinabi ko, I, because I will be in my head, I already went inside my head. <laughs> Rather than, kasi naalala ko, si, sasabihin ko, isa nating player, si Maliksi, di ba? parang ang feeling ko, si Maliksi, kapag kakanta siya, kakanta na ako. Di ba? Uh-huh. Hindi siya... <laughs> <laughs> Wala siyang one, two, three, papasok ako. Hindi. Oh, oh, Hindi. Kumit lang siya talaga, di ba? So yun, yun. Kahit yun eh. Pero naalala ko pagka wala ako sa head ko talaga. Lundag lang, lundag. Um, I think those are the best shared experiences. At least of improv, no? At least of improv. Best shared experiences. So would you say song games are your least favorite oh, improv games? Oh. Ah, recently, oh, oh, but before I, before I, it was okay. Recently, siguro, kasi baka dahil ano, baka dahil lang gagaling ako sa shucks, hindi ako natuloy dun sa pag-join sa musical improv class. Yung ganon. Mm. Kasi di ba nag-level, nag-level up tayo ng isa, tapos kailangan uh-huh. kong umalis ulit eh. Kailangan kong umalis ulit. So parang, oh, di ako nakasabay. So I think it's coming from there na baka I'm not sharing the same. Ayun na naman, di ba? It's not sharing the same set of experiences or same set of skill level. Tapos mm. dahil din importante sa akin ang mindfulness of, you know, am I contributing to the other person's ano making him or her look good. In fact, kahit yun eh, kung, kung overthinking ka rin nun, am I making you look good? Am I making you look good? Kapag ka nga overthinking kang ganun, hindi ka rin in the scene, di ba? Hindi ka rin in Correct. the scene. Correct. And you and I have been performing a lot more online well because wala tayong choice. Um, and actually, you've been rapping. <laughs> Sakumo. And mukhang hindi ka naman masyadong nahihirapan. Doon, What makes it different? Kasi feeling ko, yung kumo, nagiging comfortable tayo na sa kumo, <laughs> walang, na, kumbaga, nakuha ko, at importante siguro ito sa akin as a performer, nakuha ko yung, nakuha, nakuha natin yung affirmation or nakuha ko yung affirmation na even though, ang nagagawa kasi natin sa class we put all these tools to the fore. Napagka nagtuturo tayo, we just put them into a mindful state. But actually, I think baka ganito yung isang ibig sabihin ng unlearning from the conference mm-hmm. that we, ano, that we went, that we joined no, sa South Korea, itong uh, International Teaching Artists Conference. Um, we joined that theme, two weeks ago. Uh-huh, yeah. And one of the <laughs> themes, uh, well, the theme was Pathways and Boundaries, but one of the key ideas was unlearning. Di ba, parang yeah. may definition siya tayo mga tao kung ano yung unlearning. Pero I think isa rin yung... When we say we unlearn also, pagkatapos mong ma-acquire yung skill, you're also willing to let them go so that they take, they, parang, you, they, you allow them to take place organically. At least sa improv. Parang mga feeling ko, hindi, you don't consciously activate things immediately. Di ba? Mm-hmm. Or parang, sorry, yung, hindi naman, parang, Sorry, ha, paano ba siya dapat sabihin? Hindi mo sasabihin na, oh, gagawin ko to sa game na to ngayon, ha? Hindi siya ganun uh-huh. eh. It just happens organically. Just like yung first line, last line. You have these two lines to start the show and end the show. But you don't force it, di ba? It, it, it will take its course. You let the scene take its course. And then you will both know when 
that line will actually be the best time to use. Diba? So that's what I love about improv because it's a lot of ano yung pakiramdaman. So people are really able to tune into their emotions, and I feel like um, maraming tao kasi hindi parin sa sa mga ganyan. Uh, a lot of families, for example, that I know, hindi naman sila ganun ka warm sa isat isa. But through improv, each individual kaya na niyang ilabas, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. And I like that. I like na tinuturo natin that emotions are a good thing. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. And Podmetrics, the only analytics you'll ever need for your podcast. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your free account at podmetrics.co and use my referral code, TAWALETS, all caps, TAWALETS, no apostrophe, just big letters, TAWALETS.